everyone, I'm Maddie. And I'm Emma. And we're the Huga Girls. Huga, in short, is the pursuit of everyday happiness. Each Monday, we give you the tools to build your happiness toolkit through discussing topics related to social media, health and wellness, pursuing your passions, and so much more. Welcome to the Huga Girls Podcast. Happy October, everyone. Welcome back to the Hoogie Girls podcast. Hi, guys. Yes, it's October. That is insane. Spooky season around the freaking corner. I know. I haven't done any fall decor. Have you done any fall decor in the apartment? No, honestly, I went to Trader Joe's the other day and I bought some pumpkin themed items just like food wise, but that's all I've done. I made some pumpkin bread and like I had some pumpkin spice covered espresso beans today. Those were yummy, but I haven't done any fall decor. Yeah, I've realized or I actually didn't realize, but I've been, you know, recently speaking out about the fact which is a little controversial, but I am not a pumpkin person. Like, the fall... I'm not either. Really? Okay, so my roommate, Reagan, was, like, giving me such a hard time. And I get that, like, in my ideal world, like, I love the vibes of, like, oh, like, getting cinnamon or pumpkin or, like, you know, those kind of things that are associated with either fall food or fall drinks, whatever. But I just, like, I would just rather have it regular. Like, I, you can hold the pumpkin spice, just give me the latte kind of thing. Well, and that's my problem. Like, I I kind of romanticized it in my mind a little bit because last year during pumpkin spice season, I had had COVID in September. And if you guys weren't listening to us last year around this time, I had COVID and I lost my taste and smell for about four months. A long um, time. So, a very long time. So, I missed pumpkin spice season altogether. I never got pumpkin spice candles I never got to have a pumpkin spice latte pumpkin spice bread like nothing and so this fall I was like oh my gosh it's pumpkin spice season I'm so excited and I tasted it and I was like okay this is actually not as good as I remember it being and I think that either my taste buds changed or I just like I don't know like I just I don't love it I still like pumpkin bread but everything else I'm just kind of like eh which is very controversial I got a pumpkin spice latte the other day and I was like I don't like this no the idea of it is more fun than the actual like taste of it I know people out there really do like it but Reagan actually made we did a little game day brunch and she made some pumpkin waffles which was so sweet of her but I was actually like I would probably just rather have plain ones if you're like giving me the option yeah, no, exactly. Well, despite that, if you guys fun. like pumpkin fall spice or not, yes, happy fall, happy October. Um, super exciting things coming up. I feel like this time of year is just so fun because you start to get into like the holiday season. So you obviously have Halloween and Thanksgiving and Christmas or um, Hanukkah or really just like this, this time of year is just it's a fun time, but we wanted to jump on today. First of all, hey guys, um, haven't been on in a hot second, so thank you, Emma, for She's been doing MIA. the solo episode. <laughs> I have been MIA. Um, thank you for jumping on last week. You absolutely killed the episode, and Thanks. the week before that, we actually didn't even do an episode because, y'all, we have had so many problems with Spotify, and our episodes have not been loading. We still haven't figured it out all the way, but... You know what? We figured might as well put out the episodes and give you guys the content. You'll just have to listen in a different way for right now. Um, But yeah, it's been a hot second since I've been on. I have been swamped with school. Um, I am in my third week of school. I'm a senior, for those of you who don't know. 
And it's just been kicking my butt. And then last weekend, um, <laughs> a little bit of a quick side a note of a story. A little story time. <laughs> um, a little story time. I'll keep it short and sweet. But me and one of my best friends ended up going backpacking because the Aspens are changing in Colorado. It was super, super pretty. And I was like, hey, like, do you want to go backpacking? And they were like, yeah, for sure. Like, let's do it. And so we went up to the mountains and went backpacking. And, you know, we're setting up our tent and um, having a time. We watch the stars. We get in the tent. And then we're laying there. And I was like, oh, my God, there is a noise. And they were like, uh, yeah. And I was like, I don't like that. And, and this like, is yeah, like the I, middle I, of the woods. No I don't one like around. this either. There's We're like five miles away from anybody, away from any trail, like road, anything like that. And so from 830 at night until 630 the next morning, we – proceeded to try to scare away animals from our tent at first we thought there was a bear then we thought it was a mountain lion um it was the most terrifying night of my life because around 2 a.m we realized um we were indeed in the middle of a pack of wolves which were not supposed to be near our area um so it was just it was a time to say the least and so i got back on sunday and i hadn't slept um literally at all that entire night and so Emma took it away with the episode and absolutely killed it but that's why I've been kind of kind of MIA I've been I've been running on caffeine and very little sleep (laughs) y'all no it's so hard to tell that story casually you're just like yeah you know we were stalked by a pack of wolves and blah 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 but yeah guys I got the full story too and it's just it's (laughs) crazy because she texted me or I I texted Maddie I was like oh like how was your night camping because I saw she got back to her apartment she was like call me right now and I got the rundown (laughs) I was like there's no way that happened it's one of those things I think you can agree with this that you wake up and you're like that was a fever dream there's no way that actually happened or not wake up because you didn't really sleep (laughs) like you like look back and you're like what just happened no literally we got in the car and my friend and I like looked at each other and we were like okay so that was real that wasn't just our mind like making something like we were in disbelief because you guys it was the scariest and I'm not I can say this casually like I'm not gonna spend a lot of time talking about it on the podcast because it's just unnecessary but definitely the scariest experience I've ever had in my life like I fully was like by hour six of them because they fully were like sniffing around the tent trying to stick their nose in like biting at the edge of the tent and there's like seven of them probably and wolves are big animals um they're scary they fully wanted us they wanted nothing to do with any of our packs we didn't have any sort of defense or bear spray or gun or anything you know like literally nothing so it was 10 on 10 would not recommend to a friend um (laughs) but we made it out we're alive and today we are back together we're so excited to be back together on the pod with you guys and and we just really wanted uneaten by wolves yes and we want to talk to you guys a little bit about um taking care of yourself because like I said the reason that I wanted to kind of talk about this today was I have not been taking care of myself recently. Like I said, I've been running on caffeine and very little sleep, and I feel like my life has been all over the place recently. So we want to jump into that. But first, um, we asked you guys over on our Instagram, every episode we do an Ask the Girls segment, and you guys came up with a really good one this week. I really like it. Yeah, so this was an interesting question. We love to pull just like fun ones that we wouldn't typically talk about. They kind of give you guys an insight to more of who we are. Um, the question was, if you could only have three apps on your phone, what would they be? And I think, okay, I guess we'll establish a basis that this is like, yes, like, do I have to count like messages apps and like my email app? <laughs> like, Okay, so I feel like we should do it as 
three apps on our phone that like aren't already on your phone when you get it. So you know when you get like your iPhone, yes, exactly. When you get your iPhone, like you have messages and calling and mail and voice memos and you know all the random ones. I think that maybe we should just do ones that we have to download. Yeah, I agree. So I can kick it off first. I I feel like mine are going to be very basic, but since I do do content creation, like two of the most important apps for me are Instagram and TikTok because, you know, that's where I get Makes my sense. my income from and, you know, I'm a social media gal, so as trivial as it is, it's definitely important to have those two apps on my phone because that's what you know, makes me money and that's what I enjoy. Um, so two of mine would have to be Instagram and TikTok if I had to like delete everything off of. And then I was up for debate between my last two. I would either choose Lightroom, <laughs> which is also basic. That's like an editing app. That's like the very, like it's, it's like a free app, but I feel like that's the most like prime editing app because you can adjust colors, yeah, you can adjust lighting, shadows, all of that stuff. So that's like a staple editing app. Um, and then I was also debating putting in that third spot Uber because I, as a college student, you know, Uber, Uber. is an essential, essential resource that I use. So, so you're an Uber girl, not Lyft. You, you know, I'm a Lyft girl when the prices are cheaper, which they are. It, it's like, it depends on if you're on a time crunch or not, because if you're not, Lyft typically is like a lot cheaper, but it'll take yeah. like double the time. So if you need to leave in the next 10 minutes, you like need to call an Uber. But if you have like 30 minutes to spare to wait for the Lyft... It, you know, I have both, yeah. actually, but I think I Uber's more dependable, so I think I would put Uber in that spot. But yeah, Instagram, TikTok, Lightroom with a runner-up of Uber. <laughs> okay, I like it. I feel like those are pl- practical for your life. Um, mine are very, very different. Um, my number one would definitely be Spotify, which for a couple of reasons. One, because I love listening to music, but also two, like you were saying with Instagram and TikTok, that's your job. For me, I teach yoga sculpt, and so I make a lot of Spotify playlists for my classes. Yep. So also has to do with my job, um, plus podcasts, and I feel like, I don't know, Spotify is just good. And then Venmo was my other one, which isn't very fun, but... I feel like that's how a lot of people pay, like, for babysitting or if you're going out to lunch with friends um, and you need to split it or, you know, that kind of thing. So Venmo. And then my third one is definitely, I would say, very on different brand. than a lot of people's. <laughs> it's on brand for me, I would say. Um, and it's the Peloton app. Um, Peloton, if you're listening, feel free to sponsor us. Um, I'm a big Peloton girl. The digital app is so fun. I love it because I can take it anywhere with me. So I bring my phone with me um, when I go on runs. I'm actually training. I want to run a half marathon. I don't know if I've even told you that, Emma. You did tell Um, me that. Didn't you sign up for it or are you just training? Yeah. No, it's, we're doing it. Oh my God. Yeah. I'm training. We're very different people. I would never in my life do that, but go off. (laughs) I'm actually running a, it's not very long, but I'm running a 5K tomorrow just to like, you know, get some. You know, a 5K is like my half marathon. It's so funny. Yeah. It's just because like I, like I'm active. I just dance a lot and like dancing, you know, and I do enjoy running, but I'll like get on the treadmill and I'll like run a mile and then I'll do some like other workouts and I do like flexibility and like strength training and stuff. Um, but I've just never been like a distance runner. And I think it comes down to like you, like your sport in high school was lacrosse. So like those are really long intervals of needing stamina, whereas mine's dance and dance is very intensive cardio wise, but it's in like little spurts of cardio. Like, and I think that kind of equates to how I enjoy working out 
Well, and actually, I this is funny. You're going to be like, why are you trying to run a half marathon if you hate running? But I hate running. You guys, I okay, hate it. I, I would rather do anything else. I literally made the joke to my friend the other day. I was like, I would rather do burpees for 13.1 miles than actually run it. Um, but, you know, it's one of those things where I want to prove to myself that I can do it. So I'm going to do it. But anyways, my third app would be Peloton because I love doing their outdoor runs. I like doing their strength workouts. I feel like you can bring it with you anywhere, and it's a little – little on-the-go gym, so that would be A little non-spot shout-out. Yeah, I know, honestly. And also, if you guys are listening and you aren't Peloton um, listeners, definitely be sure to text 21523 and text the word Cody for Dancing with the Stars because Cody Rigsby, who is from Peloton, is on Dancing with the Stars right now. Oh, and really? He needs your votes. Cool. <laughs> That's so cool. I mean, like, putting in a subtle little plug. No, but I it's been so much fun watching him on Dancing with the Stars, but I'm a little Peloton obsessed, so that Dancing with the be Stars has up. been so good this season. I feel like there's a lot of really fun people on it. Yeah, I agree. I've I actually stopped watching it for a little bit and then I I got back into it because I the old Bachelor is on it and I don't know, it's just Jojo fun. Siwa I feel like killing ones. it. Yes, killing it with a same-sex dance partner for the first time ever, I know, which is so amazing. Cool. She also is just she's so successful and like she seems like the best person ever obviously do not know her personally but it's just it's just funny because of how she's come up like she came from the dance mom's world I feel like she low-key kind of got crapped on in the dance mom's world and now she is just like such an icon and so successful and she had she just coming out with a movie too I know I saw that I didn't watch it but I'm sure she's killing the game I'm sure it's great like yeah she's She's cool. So good. She's doing well. What is it? DWTS, Dancing with the Stars. That's a good season. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So be sure to tune in on ABC. It's on <laughs> ABC, right? <laughs> yeah. No, us literally doing like promo out here. <laughs> promo. Exactly. But with that, we will kind of transition into um, the subject of today's episode, which, like I said, um, kind of came out of, I would say, almost personal experiences for both of us. Um, we both have had a lot going on in our lives recently. I mean, without being cliche and cheesy it's senior season no and um we have a lot going on we have a lot on our plate school-wise friends-wise um work-wise extracurriculars you know we're just busy busy gals and so something that we wanted to talk to you guys a little bit about is how you have to take care of yourself to be able to take care of others and so that means like if you don't put yourself first in terms of rest and sleep and alone time and things that more or less metaphorically fill up your cup you're not going to be able to be there for others so you're not going to be able to be a good girlfriend boyfriend like daughter friend even student like you're just not going to be able to be in that position and um so that's what we wanted to talk about with you guys yeah absolutely it's so important to really make sure that I don't want to be like have yourself in check because that seems like a little aggressive but it really is like just looking out for yourself before you are able to really do the best for others you have to do the best for yourself as well and that's something that I've been trying to work on and we are so busy like I I know it's a senior thing but it's I mean in any stage of life life is just like absolutely crazy I have been so insanely busy I like just haven't had a day to chill and it's you know it's a great thing like I'm so happy I was talking about this you know on the last episode like I'm so happy that I'm dancing so much and I have brand deals going on and I'm having time to hang out with friends and you know getting my degree I'm I'm almost there getting my degree and like those are all great things but like even if they're great they're stressful and it's a lot so you really have to make sure that 
you know, you're checking in on yourself. You're not putting your eggs in too many baskets, really doing what is a priority for you and what's a purpose and what's important for you and that you're not doing that for other people. And once you're doing things for yourself, once you have, once you've found purpose in the things that you're doing, you know, I feel like your relationships are just going to be so much better with other people. Oh, absolutely. And I think that it really comes back to, like you said, kind of prioritizing the things that do fill you up. And I'm going to be really transparent with you guys. It has been four years of college and I have never once skipped a class unless I was like sick. I don't skip classes. I just don't do that. And on Tuesday, so the way that my schedule works is I have class from eight to four straight on Tuesday, Thursdays. And then at four o'clock, I have to leave right away and I have to go to my yoga studio and teach because I teach at five and I have to be there by 430 and it's rush hour and blah, 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 blah. And so like I was saying, this past weekend was just a lot for me physically, emotionally, like I didn't sleep. It was just, it was a very draining weekend. Uh And then Monday night, I didn't really sleep. And so Tuesday came around and I, it was funny, I'd calculated with my friend, I had slept seven hours in three nights, which is... Very unhealthy. Yeah, that's very unhealthy. Um, It's really not great. And so I had class all day, and I got to my last class of the day, which is my two to four class, and I was like, okay, I know I'm going to have to teach yoga later. I'm going to not go to this class and take a second and regroup and sit here and actually, like, take a nap and eat some food and just, like, lay on my couch. and fuel myself and that sounds so dumb because it was it was a class and the thing is is I'm sure there was beneficial information I'm not telling you guys to like cut class every chance you get but like I literally in that moment it's taken me four years to be like okay it's just class it's not going to be make or break I knew that if I went and I pushed myself and I sat doing finance for two hours and just listen to my professor speak and like it's not very interactive I would just be sitting there and I'd probably be scrolling on my computer not paying attention and like would be so out of it sometimes you have to fill up yourself first before you can fill up other people's cups and as someone who both of us interact with people a lot like I am a yoga instructor and Emma is connecting with people constantly over social media and online and everything like that we can't be the best versions of ourselves in that environment unless we're filled up and so I knew that I wasn't going to be able to go to yoga and teach an amazing yoga class where those people are coming to me because they want to relax they want to get a good workout in, they want to have a good ending to their day and I'm not going to be able to provide that for them if I don't take care of myself first. Yeah, no, absolutely. Funny you said that because I did skip a class yesterday for the exact same reason. <laughs> so funny you mentioned that you skipped a class. I was <laughs> I was texting you. I What was my exact words? I think it was just like, I am so run down. Like I was yeah. losing it. And what happened was I usually shuttle up to class because my first class is like really far from me. And it's just, it's still like 90 degrees here. Um, but basically in order for me to have time to eat at my sorority house and then get to class one time I have to take the shuttle because I don't have time to walk and the shuttle ended up being so late like it was supposed to come in like five minutes and then it was like oh eight minutes like I don't know what happened to it but it was going to be so late which was going to make me late to class already and then if I left at that time to walk up it would have taken like 30 minutes to get to class and I would have been sweaty and I was so tired and I was like you know what like literally screw it like I'm going home and I ended up like and um, again this is not a message to like skip class but like at we're that not po- out here telling you not to go to class no and we're both like very dedicated students I promise but like in that moment it was like not 
good for me to prioritize that class because I was so overwhelmed. The shuttle wasn't working out. I was not in the headspace to like hike in 90 degree heat like up to my class that would have taken 30 minutes. So I was like, you know what? I sent my professor an email. And I was like, hey, shuttle had a hold up. Sorry, I'm not going to be able to make it to class. And you know, that was that. So all, all was well. And I, I like that we both have a similar experience with that because that's a very like physical thing where we were drained we had a lot going on and we had too much on our plate and we needed the time to rest but I also think that it's important to talk a little bit about kind of the emotional side of it as well in terms of being run down in that capacity and um I don't know I kind of want to pivot a little bit but in terms of taking care of yourself I feel like something that I've realized recently in my life and it's a little bit harder because for context about me Obviously, Emma and I are best friends. Um, We've known each other 21 years. Um, She's in South Carolina. And my other best friend is currently studying abroad, living her best life, and she is in Europe. And so it's been been a really interesting um, school year so far because both of my people are not physically here in Denver with me. And so I've had to kind of make – I don't want to say make new friends, but – put more effort into like other relationships level friendships yeah. exactly like friendships that were just kind of like okay these are fun people to hang out with but they're not people that really like light my soul on fire to say the least you know like they were just kind of great friends but they weren't super close friends and so I've had to work on deepening those friendships and strengthening those relationships and I found myself often feeling anxious or depleted or just kind of like tired after being in social settings and so something I started thinking a lot about after talking to a couple of friends was this concept of boundaries and I've kind of personally pushed away boundaries because I'm trying to always be social or always be around these people or always like cultivate these new relationships and I actually was reading um, an article the other day that said if you come away from a meeting or a telephone conversation with friends family or anyone feeling depleted anxious or wound up there are probably boundaries being breached which I thought was really interesting because I never thought about it as like it's boundaries like I, I just never thought about it like that no that's a really interesting kind of term to associate with that but I have you know I've had friendships in the past that when and I mean this is not to rattle anyone I'm obviously not gonna like name drop people and no one's perfect but I've had those friendships specifically since we're on that topic that are just kind of like either anxiety inducing or stressful and I realized that they were kind of like breaking an emotional boundary with me they were either too comfortable you know having an attitude or being kind of rude or they were too comfortable being a little sassy yeah a little sassy or too comfortable like like are too comfortable like giving their opinion or being really opinionated I don't know it's it's a hard line to find but I realized that like they were in terms of like the boundaries that I have set for my friendships they were kind of breaching those boundaries and you know my boundaries pretty much as a friend is just like be nice to me or you know if there's an issue just like have a heart to heart with me about it um but you know I I think I'm a nice person Maddie's obviously a nice person too like you know everyone's trying their best but you know there's just some of those people that are negative um they kind of 
drain your energy like it says in the quote like feeling depleted like I I mean it was just like not good vibes coming out of spending time with them or talking to them on the phone or whatnot and I was just like they're like kind of crossing my boundary of like what a friend means to me and what I really see in someone or what I want to see in someone that I have a close relationship with a close relationship with and it's important to evaluate that for yourself I mean family members I know it's really hard you know it especially at our age like we're both 21 it can be hard to have you know find that balance between you know you're becoming independent and you're living by yourself but then also your family's still helping provide for you and you know it's it's a very weird transition time and so family's a little more difficult to obviously you can't really say sayonara to your family as easy as you can with like a friend or a relationship with a significant other but it is important to evaluate how you feel when you interact with certain people and do a little psychoanalyzing that's one of my favorite things to do on myself and other people just to figure yeah. out why you're feeling the way you are when you're around people or and really what this quote's talking about which is important is how you feel after you spend time with people because if you walk away and exactly. you're like oh my god I just like had so much fun or like oh I'm in a better mood now I was having a bad day but I got to see my friend so now I feel better versus like okay, now I just feel, like, more stressed out, like, vibes weren't there, you know, you gotta look into that. Absolutely, and I think that actually something that I read the other day, sorry, I'm gonna cut myself off and then kind of circle no, back to you're it, but fine. something I read the other day was don't lose yourself trying not to lose someone else, and I feel like this usually applies to romantic relationships, but I was kind of thinking it more of, thinking of it more in the space of friendships a little bit because I feel like often when you've been friends with people for so long or you're at a certain point with someone you feel very close to them and they start kind of bringing you this anxiety or making you feel depleted or something you almost try to stick around and you try to push through because you're like I want this to work I want you to continue to be in my life and at a certain point if they're not bringing you happiness they're not bringing you joy in any way shape or form you're going to end up losing yourself just because you don't want to lose them and it's a really interesting thing because I don't know I struggle a lot with it in terms of friendships and relationships and that kind of thing because I am a people pleaser and I'm trying to get better at it because I'm one of two things I'm either I will do anything and everything for you or you're not in my life and it's it's really kind of a black and white mindset and I need to get better about it and it's something I'm actively working on that is fair I've never thought about about that with you that you are very like all in or all out with people I am I'm all in or all out and that's maybe it's the areas in me but like no I just and I I give second chances but if you show me who you are I believe that people can change I fully do believe that but if you show me who you are time and time again and you tell me that you're something different I'm gonna look to your actions more so than your words and so that's the thing is that um with my friendships it's really hard because sometimes I'll be like okay I am really close with this person but every time I see them I leave feeling anxious or I leave feeling wound up or I leave feeling depleted or I leave or feeling just aggravated sad or, or aggravated or just rubbed the wrong way or I just don't love the interactions that we've had over text or the phone or Snapchat or in person or whatever. And so something that I've worked on because I am a very black and white person is I used to just be like, okay, this person doesn't make me feel amazing. Bye. And that's not necessarily healthy. And so something that I think is really important is that in order to set boundaries, you can have conversations with people and it doesn't have to be confrontational. So for example, for me, someone 
actually this has happened with a couple of people in my life where if I'm not constantly on the other end of the phone, they get upset. So it's like if they call me, hey, why aren't you picking up my phone? And I'm like, well, I'm in the middle of the woods backpacking. Or, hey, like I've texted you and you never responded to my text. And I'm like, well, I'm teaching yoga. Or, hey, like are you there? Like I actually had a friend the other day like text me and it was literally five minutes after the first text and was like, oh, okay, like clearly you don't want to talk to me. And I'm like, no, I'm in class. Like I'm not going to be on my phone. You know, like you don't always have to be readily available. But instead of me blowing up and getting upset, I can have that conversation and say, hey, I can see you really wanted to get a hold of me, but the best thing for you to do is like drop me a message, send me a text, I'll get back to you as soon as I can. And that way they know, okay, you are a priority in my life. I will get back to you, but not right at this moment. And it doesn't have to be, hey, why are you calling me all the time? Stop texting me, like blah, 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 blah. It doesn't have to be confrontational. It can literally be, hey, I'm in class. I'll call you when I get out of class. Hey, I'm sorry that I missed your call. I'll call you back in 30 minutes. You don't have to constantly explain yourself and be like, I'll call you back in 30 minutes because I'm doing this, this, and this. It could just be I'm an emotionally at an emotionally drained space and spot in my life and I need 30 minutes to sit on my couch and scroll through TikTok. And I think that that's the hard differentiation is like if people see that you're active on social media – but you're not responding to their texts, they're like, oh, they're avoiding me. And it's like, no, sometimes I want to sit there and I want to mindlessly scroll and kind of regroup and gather myself and I'll respond to you. Or, hey, I'm going to like go through TikTok and I'm going to look at that and then I'll call you back. Like sometimes you don't always need to be at the other person's beckoning call. I don't know. That was a long tangent, but. No, no, I completely agree. I have a friend like that, like one of my very best friends used to get on to me about that so much because I, one, I think like I'm a little bit of a busier person than she is, so she has a little more downtime than me, but she's someone that like, if I, if she calls me and I don't pick up, she'll like literally call again and then text me and be like, what are you doing? Pick up. And I've had to literally just be like, hey girl, love you, but I promise you I'll call you back. It happened this morning. Like she called me or I actually was texting her about something. Then she tried to FaceTime me, but I had other stuff going on. But I guess in her mind it was like, oh, she's free because she's texting me. But I like wasn't in a place where I could like FaceTime and then I had to text her and be like, hey, and I ended up calling her back later. But it, it also is like, you don't have to feel bad. I think everyone gets in this headspace. Like you don't have to feel bad for just not wanting to talk. Like, it is, it happens to everyone. I was, something traumatic happened last night. I was talking to Maddie about that. Basically, (laughs) I had this, like, this product, like, splat all over my bathroom. It was a huge cleanup. I still have to clean it up. Um, And it was, like, staining my walls. It was, like, this big thing. But I was, like, really upset about it. And if someone, like, I talked to my mom literally every single day, but she called me because she knew I was upset. And I just, like, declined her call and I texted her. I was like, hey, like, I'm upset right now. I can talk to you later. But I just, like, wasn't in the space where I really wanted to, like, have a conversation about it because it was, like, in the moment and I was dealing with it. And then once I kind of, like, got less frustrated by the situation, I, like, called her. I was like, hey, like, you know, sorry I didn't call you or didn't pick up. I was just having a moment. And my mom was like, oh, it's fine. Like, I get it. Like, I would have been frustrated too. So it really is about just, like, communication the golden word of who a girl's podcast and i'm not feeling bad oh my god the same friend is calling me right now i have to decline her again (laughs) oh no i need to text her and be like hey i'm recording the podcast she just called me um i'll see let's experiment if i get a text or not um yeah no it really is like listen to yourself and if you don't 
want to chat about some oh i got a text (laughs) (laughs) here we go um here we go (laughs) it's so funny like i i don't know i completely agree with that and i think it's really interesting i was thinking about it the other day and i was like scrolling through instagram you know as i do and one of those like quote accounts brought up the quote or like inspirational message or whatever hashtag motivational quotes Hashtag motivational quotes for the win. Um, And it said, your energy belongs to you, so you get to decide where and who it's spent with. And I really liked that because I feel like a lot of times we kind of justify like, oh, I need to do this for this other person. And obviously, like, if someone is important to you, it's not always going to be easy and you're going to make sacrifices for the people in your life. Like, if you really don't want to do something but that you know that your best friend is having a bad day and, like, you want to be there for them. Like, it doesn't always have to be sunshine and rainbows, but it's a give-and-take relationship. But ultimately, at the end of the day, your energy belongs to you. It's yours. So if you don't want to direct energy towards something that is not going to be beneficial in your life or that is going to deplete you or make you anxious or make you feel sad or tired or anything like that, you don't have to. You do not owe anyone that and it it is hard sometimes like I actually um when we're recording this episode tonight um I have a friend who is having a birthday party and um I typically would be someone who you know is going to go and celebrate her and you know all of that and I told her I was like look I have this this and this going on um on Friday and then I have this this and this going on early Saturday So I'm going to stop by and I'll say, hey, but I'm probably not going to stay for the entire time. And for so long, I felt so guilty about it because I was like, no, like I should go. It's her birthday and blah, 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 blah. And like at the end of the day, I was like, you know what? No, like I I have to do what's best for me. And I even when I told her, she responded very, very well and was like, no, like I totally get it. Take care of yourself first. Like I appreciate it. Let me know if you end up stopping by and if not, no worries. And oh, very like nice. Sometimes, like, yeah, sometimes you just have to, like you said, the golden word of Who Girls podcast is communication. Sometimes you just need to communicate with people, and it doesn't always have to be confrontational. Sometimes people don't like hearing things, and so they're going to react in a confrontational way when you set boundaries. But setting boundaries is not necessarily a bad thing. In fact, it actually is a good thing because I was reading again the same article um, but kind of translating it back to the physical part of it as well setting boundaries actually is proven to limit your exposure to stress and the body's production of adrenaline and cortisol um, which for those of you who don't know cortisol is the body's stress hormone and you know all of the bad effects that stress has on your mental health and your physical health so literally by doing something as simple as setting a boundary with a friend or a person in your life you can improve your mental and physical health. Yeah, exactly. And just kind of to wrap up, I think the most important thing from that it is it is a give and take relationship. I mean, we're not preaching to just like care about yourself and no one else. Like exactly with the birthday party. I mean, you're like, hey, it's important for you to go and like celebrate her to stop by. But then you're also on the other side of that looking out for yourself because I'm like, okay, instead of spending three hours there, I'm going to spend an hour there and that's going to one do my job and like celebrating my friend but that's also going to do its job and protecting my mental health and 
letting me get done what I need to get done on that side. So really just don't be afraid. We're all growing up. I don't know obviously how old you guys are as listeners, but we're all growing up. We're all going to be transitioning relationships throughout our entire life. And you really do have to set boundaries with those relationships and just really don't be afraid to be open. I mean, I think honesty and communication is important in every single relationship and and when you have people in your life that are really meant to be in your life and they're going to be positive things in your life they will accept those boundaries and they'll also let you you know their boundaries and as much as you want them to receive things that you try to communicate with them also be opening open to when they try to communicate things with you be understanding and hopefully you guys you know got something good out of this relationship because or out of of this relationship, I guess it is a relationship, a little podcast host and podcast listener relationship, but out of this episode, um, because we do want you guys all to care for yourselves, and this is things that are really important to us, and we're taking this to heart as well, which is half the things we talk about the podcast are things that we want to hear as well, and that we want to talk through, so hopefully you guys can see where we're coming from and can benefit from it as well. Absolutely. So just wrapping up like Emma was saying, I would say if I had two takeaways from this episode to kind of share with you guys, one, like I've said before, your energy belongs to you. So you get to decide where and who it's spent with and also set boundaries. So you have to care for yourself in order to be able to care for others. So do what is best for you. Don't feel the need to explain yourself. Don't feel the need to force relationships you know aren't good for you. And all is going to be fine and dandy. We're so excited to be back together. We apologize for all of the technical difficulties that we've been having with Spotify. We're hoping to get that resolved super, super soon. We have some exciting guests lined up for you guys in the near future. And definitely be able to communicate with us like emma was saying it is a relationship i know i (laughs) like stumbled instead of podcast and i said relationship i was like well i guess that works it is a relationship it does work yeah podcast hosts and uh podcast listeners we're buddies to connect with us yes we are buddies pals friends um connect with us on instagram on tiktok it's at hygge girls podcast so that's h-y-g-g-e girls podcast we're trying to get y'all more involved so we're doing ask the girls segment so be sure to tune in over there and we'll be back next monday with another episode for you guys yes thank you guys so much for listening we will see you next monday and stay happy stay healthy and stay hygge stay hygge bye guys bye guys